0: A voice of St. Louis original podcast. Welcome into the STL all local podcast from the KMOX newsroom covering all the top stories from across St. Louis today. Our top local story on this Thursday, April 6th, St. Louis County Police are looking for an armed and dangerous suspect. Police say a woman working at a Phillips 66 on Saturday was struck in the head by the suspect. Last night, police believe the suspect burglarized a home on Villa Grand Way and pointed a gun at people in the basement. Police officers, K-9 Unit, Metro Air Support all searched the area after the burglary last night, but... He's still at large. The suspect is a white male about 50 years old, last seen wearing a blue flannel shirt or jacket, black t-shirt, khaki pants. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. There is a video of the suspect at KMOX.com. Towns near Cape Girardeau have pulled together in the wake of Wednesday's tornado that killed five people. The volunteer response was so overwhelming, authorities had to politely turn people away in towns like Marble Hill.
1: Folks have been dropping off food, supplies, and their tractors and skid steers for cleanup. Not to mention the first responders, says Highway Patrol Sergeant Clark Parrott. Firefighters who had damage to their own homes had to go dig their equipment out of the fire department that was destroyed so they could go help their neighbor. Parrott says the focus now is on restoring
0: power and clearing debris so the rebuilding process can begin. Scott J. Gal, KMOX News. And the Bollinger County coroner has released the names of those who died in the tornado. They are 16-year-old Destiny Koenig, 18-year-old Michael McCoy, 37-year-old Jimmy Skaggs, 57-year-old Susan Sullivan, and 62-year-old Glenn Burke. Five others were injured. It's still unclear just how much tax marijuana buyers may have to pay. The Missouri Cannabis Trade Association says counties where 3% taxes were passed this week are trying to stack that on top of municipal taxes that were also passed. Spokesman Jack Cardetti says that violates it's the recreational cannabis law.
1: Right off the bat the department of revenue sent out a letter basically saying no, we've read the constitution, your counties you're not allowed to stack these taxes on top of each other. Unfortunately, because of lobbying by the Missouri Associate Counties, the Department of Revenue then
0: rescinded that. He says the language in the law is very clear and expects the matter to be resolved, possibly in the courts, before the taxation begins in October. St. Louis and St. Charles counties are among those, saying they'd like to add county taxes to municipal taxes. A familiar sight and sound is returning to downtown in time for the tourist season. <laughs> The electric scooters will be making a comeback in downtown St. Louis and downtown West. The city announced a soft relaunch with Bird getting a permit to have 50 of the rentals and test runs starting this Friday through the weekend. The new scooter guidelines have a 12-mile-an-hour speed limit citywide, a limit of one rental per account, and an age restriction of 18 or older The scooters had been banned over concerns for safety and the belief that they were leading to bad behavior. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. The day after per- Progressive candidates took control of the St. Louis Board of Aldermen. Former Alderwoman Carol Howard put her Bevo neighborhood home on the market. Mayor Tashara Jones was asked about whether Tuesday's election may push some to move out. What do you think about that or just the possibility that some people will look at this week's election and say, that's it, I'm quitting the city?
1: Oh, I wish them well.
0: Can you give me a paragraph?
1: <laughs> no. I wish them well. Bless their heart.
0: <laughs> Reached by phone, Carol Howard tells KMOX her decision was not because of politics, but just a lifestyle change as she's looking to downsize. Howard says she's still looking for a new home and may or may not stay in the city. Missouri Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft enters the race to be governor in 2024. He tells 97.1.
1: I'm not running against anyone. I'm not asking the people of the state to allow me to be governor because someone else is bad. What I'm pointing to is what I will do. I'm pointing to my record and the fact that we can be doing better.
0: Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe is the only other Republican candidate who has officially announced. And Missouri House Minority Leader Crystal Quaid of Springfield says she is considering a run for governor. The Democrat reacted to the announcement by Ashcroft that he thinks he's entitled to public office based on his last name, she says. And she adds, quote, Missouri deserves a governor who is dedicated to them. She did not say when to expect a final decision about running. The KMOX Business Desk, West County Center's appraised value has dropped by $100 million over the last decade, according to documents associated with the refinance of the mall's mortgage. Owner CBL Property says it's adding new stores and food concepts, and the Business Journal reports that occupancy is at 94% compared with 89% in 2020, but those stores are paying on average less in rent. Net cash flow has fallen from $22 million a decade ago to $15 million today. As the news continues on KMOX, the district in Chesterfield is getting a new venue called The Hub. And so welcome into uh, KMOX, Michael Steinberg of the Steinberg Group. And I started by asking him, what is the latest on this uh, entertainment district project called The District?
1: Uh, The district is really um, starting to take shape after uh, several years. Uh, We opened uh, the main event about a year and a half ago, almost two years ago now. Uh, We opened the uh, factory, our music and uh, private events uh, platform uh, about uh, July of 2021. So it's almost two years old. And we now are under construction with the uh, hub, STL, which will be the center focus point of the entire development, which will allow for people to come gather, put the sea back in community in Chesterfield. So you'll have a place to hang out. We'll have restaurants Four hands is going to be there. We're going to have a lot of nonprofit, uh, events there. We have a stage, we have a lot of big screen TVs. So as you said earlier, you had time to do this because the Cardinals were on, on KMOX. X. Well, we're going to have a big screen TV that be able to watch baseball games, football games, hockey games, the blues, everything you, from A to Z scoop to nuts. And, uh, We're kind of excited, we're gonna have local bands and uh, it's gonna be a very sophisticated uh, item, but it'll be very uh, family friendly so that people will come to the district, not just to go to the great uh, factory, the main event. We have a lot of different other aspects of retailers coming. And uh, so this is what the hub's about.
0: I think I just heard a central hardware reference.
1: Uh, you did. You did. A to Z <laughs> scooped That's the That was, I think, coined by Mr. Cohn a long, long time ago.
0: And these questions always come up with projects uh, like this. For instance, with Foundry, we were asking, you know, are you uh, poaching from other parts of the area or is this uh, growth? Can, so can you kind of talk about how the district fits in with... You know, everything from neighborhoods like Soulard Central West End to entertainment districts like uh, The Loop or uh, Fifth Street St. Charles or, you know, the Foundry Armory. Where where does the district fit into the greater ecosystem of entertainment? You know,
1: know, and I hear that a lot, but we're really not poaching anyone. You know, Four Hands is downtown. That's where they were established, you know, on South Broadway. It's a second location. You know, High Point is other locations, Chicken Out's in other locations and the people we have and. We're going to give the people in West County an alternative to be able to, to stay in Chesterfield. They're in Chesterfield. Or people even from St. Charles that live in the southern part to have a way to get there and enjoy things. You know, we have a great levee trail that has you know a 27 mile bike path. You know, it can connect to the Katy Trail. Uh, so it's a lot a lot of different things. But we're not coaching people. I don't I don't feel like we're hurting uh, different areas. We have a unique opportunity here with this, with our partnership with the city of Chesterfield and other things to really create something vibrant for West County.
0: What is the latest with, uh, downtown Chesterfield and what's the synergy that you hope to, uh, to create, And uh, what kind of, a, I guess, image for Chesterfield, uh, how do these two kind of work together to, uh, change that part of the, part of the area? So we're
1: in the planning stages of our, uh, development and, uh, we're going to unveil probably in May the, uh, the newest site plan, the newest zoning plan, and I think people are going to be very happy. Again, we're going to tie into the great uh, 17-acre lake across the street from us, the trails, and we're going to create a walkable. And it really, a um, it's people say it's mixed use. It's really not. We're going to create a new downtown environment in West County.
0: Do you expect uh, with the design for people to—is it a a drive-in and then once you're there, walk within, or is it uh, still use your car to get within the the downtown area as well? What's the walkability?
1: Uh, we're gonna have—we're gonna hope that people, you know, will walk more than drive. Sure, we'll have parking on street parking, but we're encouraging people to walk. In fact, we have a 1.7 mile outer ring road for for people to walk on. We have an inner one, inner ring road that's more of a, with grass and trees and no traffic at all, no cars of about a mile. So it, we're, we're really trying to create something different. Things that we've seen in Austin, things that we've seen in Denver, things that we've seen in California that will work here, that will make people enjoy and not want to drive their car.
0: And it just seems like the, the outdoors, especially in those areas, and the, the way you've got between Great Rivers Greenway, the proximity to the rivers and the levee, it seems like uh, getting St. Louis on par with these other metros in terms of outdoor activities is an opportunity here.
1: Absolutely. We've gone around the country and we want to we bring something that's so unique in landscaping and, and the amenities that nobody else has in one area.
0: When it comes to, uh, because I believe in a previous conversation, you had said that uh, before Macy's had closed, that you would hope that they might be a part of it. Um, Between that and what's going on with Dillard's, uh, what do you expect in terms of uh, those parcels?
1: Well, you know, the good news is that, you know, we've met with Dillard's and I believe that we are trying to reach an agreement where Dillard's will take the Macy's store. We bought the Macy's store. Macy's moved to the Valley. They uh, have a Macy's by market. They decided to do something uh, a little different. We bought their store and hopefully Dillard's will take their store and they'll remain in the development as the anchor, which will leave a department store for us, which will allow for a lot of different retailers. So we believe uh, we're taking the lead with Dillard's. The city has been very supportive, but we believe we can make a deal with Dillard's and not have to use the eminent domain.
0: The news continues on KMOX. Police in San Francisco are asking for tips that might lead to an arrest after the fatal stabbing of tech executive and St. Louis native Bob Lee. In a statement released early this morning, San Francisco Police Chief Bill Scott calls it a horrific crime. Officers responding to a report of a stabbing victim on the 300 block of Main Street on April 4th rendered aid, but were unable to save Robert Lee, the 43-year-old technology executive. Lee died at a hospital. MobileCoin CEO Josh Goldbard says in addition to founding Cash App... Lee made large contributions to Android at Google and was the first chief technology officer of Square before becoming the chief product officer for MobileCoin. Chief Scott says investigators are working tirelessly to make an arrest. The SFPD asked for anyone with information to call 415-575-4444 or text to TIP411. I'm Jennifer King. An unusual housing development is underway in North St. Louis. A nonprofit that's part of a church is building 26 single family homes in the Ville neighborhood. Pastor Andre Alexander is president of the nonprofit Tabernacle Community Development Corporation that's running the program.
1: If you think biblically, um, land was important. Land has always been important. And God used land to move people to certain places so that He could develop their souls. If you have no stable place to be in the land, you can't really concentrate on your soul.
0: Thank you for listening. I'm Michael Calhoun. Subscribe to the STL All Local on the Odyssey app and have a good evening.